This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 030, Great Balls of Fire, live. Great Balls of Fire was a song written by Otis Blackwell and Jack Hammer and was made popular by Jerry Lee Lewis in 1957. He was the first one to record the song and it became a song that was recorded by a number of artists ranging from Buddy Holly and the Crickets to Alvin and the Chipmunks and to the Misfits and Garth Brooks. And, of course, Electric Light Orchestra. This being the next to the last song on the album The Night the Light Went on Long Beach. It features a live version that follows closely on the heels of their version of In the Hall of the Mountain King. And this sees the band not following the same type of style as they did with Roll Over Beethoven, but doing a more traditional version of this popular 50s tune. This song was the only one from this album to be featured on the Flashback Collection from 2000. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. And I really like this one, I always have. Once again, another remake on this album sounds much more lively, like they're much more into it than the ELO songs. I don't know if that's because the ELO songs that were on this album were kind of dour. They weren't really upbeat and rocking. Uh, daybreaker. But they really seem more into this. They're really getting into this, and they really seem like they're having a really good time. There's a part in the song where Jeff Lynne just keeps going... really getting more and more into it and I think he's gonna like explode on the stage and the band the violin and the keyboards the guitar that's the drumming the whole thing the whole band really seems into this song as opposed to the ELO songs where it's just all right we're gonna play 105 through 8 overture again yeah it is kind of well no it's not surprising I'm never surprised by what record companies themselves try to release as singles because if they were going to release something off of here, it should have been this one rather than Day Tripper. Because their version of Day Tripper is okay, but they really, yeah, you're right, they really seem into playing Great Balls of Fire. And it's almost like he liked the Beatles, but he really had an affinity for late 50s rock and roll, for the early rock and roll scene that I know was still pretty much popular when he got started playing there in England in the early 60s. 
but it is a lot livelier than a lot of the stuff, and it is a great follow-up going right out of In the Hall of the Mountain King right into Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, on the album, there's no pause. It just ends and jumps right into Great Balls of Fire, unlike on Flashback where it has an audience fade in. Yeah, as for that early rock and roll stuff, the late 50s, I came across something on a radio show about ELO. To understand ELO, first you must know their musical influences, which date back to the early 50s and 60s, according to Bev Bevan. Because that's the era that we were all, that Jeff was, was raising music in and, and I was. And all the people that are in the studio now making ELO records were all brought up in that, in that, that era of very exciting rock and roll. And if you were to look through Bev's collection of records, you'd probably find Jerry Lee Lewis. The music I still play the most probably is... I've got a, a very big collection of old, you know, of old rock and roll records. But I still get more pleasure from playing those, I think, than anything else. Obviously, Jeff loves this stuff too, but it does make my head think that Bev Bevan had some influence on the set list of this concert, since, at least according to the radio show that I listened to, Bev's big into that stuff. And this was a while back when we were covering Electric Light Orchestra 2, the album, not the sad attempt to follow the band without Jeff. Right. But this was something that I always wondered about. Jeff's producing, writing, he's playing the songs, he's singing, and it seems like ELO is a Jeff Lynne production, and everybody else in the band is just, you guys do my stuff, here we go. But I came across this from Mike D. Albuquerque, and... Sure, he was with ELO for up until 75 or 74, at least through to El Dorado. So his views on this might be from the those days of ELO, and who knows what happened afterwards. But I like what he said because it made me feel better about Jeff, that he wasn't just a totalitarian, this is it, do it or get out. Michael wrote in 2002, ELO wasn't a dictatorship, as some critics have described. It was great fun especially for those that could contribute to the songs Jeff had written. If he felt it was a good idea, it could stay. Though ELO was very strictly Jeff's concept, he knew what he wanted but didn't limit the expressions of the players. We all contributed to our parts. It wasn't dictated to us note by note. I know Richard, that would be Tandy, contributed a lot. I did. Wilf contributed some critical things. Jeff would have told us what sort of atmosphere he was trying to create and imagery. For example, Wilf Gibson made some very important contributions to Roll Over Beethoven and Showdown. I was glad to hear that Jeff wasn't just an ass in charge and you guys are just riding my creative genius coattails. Yeah, because that's, yeah, until we really started getting into it here, I, that's kind of how I always pictured it is Jeff Lynn's pet solo project that he did for the entire length of the 70s <laughs> yeah but yeah getting into it and listening to what's been contrib- you, you can hear how much more has been contributed by the other members of the band that they weren't just treated as session players yeah they weren't just musical props and i've used you for this song now you go sit over there while i create more genius and then i'll put you back in the closet till i need you again Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it doesn't seem like that at all, especially since you can hear a lot of the contribution that Richard Tandy's done to even the early stuff here. Yeah. And the more we go on, the more we'll find out just how much of a contributus, contributus, contributioner, trying to make contribution. up. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to make up words and say them as they make them up. So it's, it sounds much better. Contributioner. I mean like contemporaneously. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how much of a contributioner 
Richard Tandy was to ELO as they go on. Yeah. That'd be a contributor. It would be contributor, but I thought it'd be fun to say contributioner. Contributioner. But I had to uh, work that around a little bit before I could say it. Yeah. Or contributioner. I don't know. Contrib- yes. <laughs> yes. Just don't misunderestimate Richard Tandy. He's got the goods. Yeah. And I believe he's still the one member that's still with him at this point, too. I, I hear he's not on the American tour. The rumor is that he's not feeling well. Hopefully it's not something really bad for why he's not feeling so unwell that he can't go on the American part of the tour. But but yeah, he's still part of ELO. I don't know. I think when I get to be in my 70s, it'll only excuse I need for it, not wanting to go anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm in my 70s. Go away. Exactly. Yeah. I'll go when I feel like it. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like that in my 40s. <sighs> yeah. But then again, I've always kind of felt like that. I don't want to go anywhere. You guys go. You guys deal with people. Yeah. Got something to say about the live version of Great Balls of Fire? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved the song. Wow, she liked it. Taste the music. An Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some goodies at Patreon dot com slash ELO pod next week episode zero three one roll over Beethoven live <laughs>